can't listen to a four. Uh, pretty girls have everything uh, in their world to look forward to. It's so good because I was raised in the 90s where I didn't know, uh, you know, my own personal worth. And uh, I was like, oh, if I don't have um, jeans with zippered, do you remember, do you remember the early 90s with the zippered jeans? Ah, yeah. Remember they were, they were guests with the zippered jeans at the bottom. Aha. But my parents, we, we were rich, but we weren't rich enough. So I got to get the palmetto jeans, still upside down triangle, still zippered jeans. Not good enough in Danville. Yay. I'll never be good enough. Yay. Oh, Danville. Uh, no, Danville is, we can just. Uh, exchange Danville for Trump. I'll never be good enough. He has a 45-year-old uh, wife right now who was, uh, she did awesome girl-on-girl soft porn, right? Does anybody love Cinemax? Does it? Yeah, Cinemax. Girl-on-girl porn. Yeah, Proposition, like, 50 didn't, or 60 didn't affect her at all. They wear these weird little Band-Aids on their twads so that they can't actually, like, have any penetration. That's how Skinamax works. No real penetration. They put a little Band-Aid on the front so that you just sort of, like, fake it. Yeah, that's... That's our first lady. It's <laughs> like, girl on girl porn, what? You just look that little Band-Aid on the twat. You see what I'm saying? Good stuff. Yay! Girl on girl stuff. I had a nightmare the other night. Uh, it was actually last night. I've been waking up uh, screaming in my dreams, and my poor boyfriend's like, what's happening? Because I'm like, ha! Uh, but I had a dream last night that uh, a girl poured whiskey all over his body and then licked his butt crack. And I was like, oh, no, is that what I have to do now to make my boyfriend love me? Oh, no, Trump's in office. I'm sorry. Are we all? We're licking buttholes now. Is that what's happening? I don't know. I don't know. Day two. Day two, licking buttholes. Well, I mean, he's been dating Melania since she was 29 and he was 53. So she was licking something. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, uh, if we're all going to get up in arms about, like, the morality of having abortions, then shouldn't we get all up in arms about our new president being divorced three times? Does anyone care? Is there a morality about getting divorced? No. That's cool. Not anymore. Yay, yay. Well, I mean, I think that he's our first new president who's had three, three, is his third wife? Is anybody worried about um, their boob job not being good enough? Like, if I'm going to be turned in, like, am, am I on a lease on an option to buy? Or, like, what's happening with these boobs when they sing? I'm 42. What I'm saying is I have very little time to let these boobs make me some money because I'm a gold digger, just like Donald Trump told me I was in 2000, I mean, in 1993. I'm sorry. Let me not get my facts incorrect here. <laughs> He's been a misogynist since the early 90s when I was in high school. Yay. Okay, I didn't want to go on stage tonight because I don't want to rant. I don't want to do this. I don't want to. <sighs> I should tell real jokes like, oh, my God. If Roe v. Raid is overturned, 
what are we going to do with this baby that comes? I'm a 42-year-old woman. I am of childbearing age, and oh, no, I can't make a decision of my own. So what does that mean, America? You really like special education teachers? <laughs> I'm a 42-year-old woman, and you want me to have a baby? What do you think's going to happen, all right? Autism's a thing, okay? Like, I'm not trying to add to the problem. Like, let me abort this baby. Can we do this? I don't want to have this problem. I don't want to have to, you know, get new tools so that I can drill holes in the back of my boyfriend's car so that the baby can sleep while we're at the bar. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we just put a, we just put a little fluffy uh, sleeping bag in the back and we put the baby in there. I don't want to have a baby, is what I'm saying, right? <laughs> right? Like, well, the baby's going to turn six, and it's going to be, we're going to have to be in this stupid teacher conference, and it's going to be like, oh, your baby loves, said that you love alcohol more than it. And I'm like, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, you dumb bitch. Like, what the fuck did we think was happening right now? I did not want to have this kid. And then it finally turns 12 and it starts doing ketamine and I'm like, who's your dealer? Can I, can we go to Burning Man together? That's gonna be a lot of fun. And then at like 15, it starts doing cocaine and teaches me that, you know, you don't, after 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them, right? So that's smart to learn from your child that you didn't want. And then finally at 17, it dies from this crazy like, speedball overdose like super injection like ah and, ah and you're like oh it's dead and I'm like wow 17 year late term abortion that is the latest late term abortion I could have ever had I didn't want to have the baby you dumb fucks I just wanted to drink for the rest of my life you made you made me put it through rehab four times America that was your money not mine because I'm poor. <laughs> you made me have a baby, you stupid, dumb America bitch. Cool. 17-year late-term abortion. Thanks, Trump. All right. Uh, hey, this is Bamtastic's uh, Comedy Clubhouse. We sing songs. <laughs> Yay! We sing songs here at mutinyradio.fm. If you know how it goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy, comedy, together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 (coughs) it's so legal (coughs) here, I'm so happy, I'm 64, M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, you want to come inside my clubhouse, yay, yay, Yay! I'm very excited about tonight. I am super excited because our first two comedians are from Denver, which means that they have their shit together. They know what is up with legal marijuana, and they are not going to fuck shit up. Absolutely. I don't have my piece of paper in front of me, so I don't know either of their names, but they are from Denver! Denver! 
The first one, one is gonna come up right now. I'm sorry, I've been drunk all day because I'm still trying to process like the shame and wonderment of, no, I'm wearing black. I'm gonna wear black for the next, until I cannot wear black anymore. Do you understand? I'm in mourning for our country. So it's gonna be really difficult for me to care about lists and things like that. I see you and I don't know your name, but I know you're from Denver. Whisper it to me. It's, it's Roger Stafford. Hey, everybody, put your hands together. He knows what the fuck is going on because he's from Denver. Put your hands together for Roger Stafford! Hey, everybody. A little mutiny. Uh... Yeah, everyone, everybody's like, oh, you're from Denver. It's, like, legal there, and we, like, just legalized. You guys legalized it in the 60s. Come on. Like, the, I bought weed from a guy at a bus stop here the other day. Like, it's been legal for years. Uh, you guys figured it out in just, a, in just a different type of way, you know? Um, anyways, my name is Roger Stafford. I, uh, I grew up homeschooled. So if you're wondering, sure, uh, that's not deserved. Uh but uh, I grew up homeschooled, so if you're wondering where you know me from, uh, I was the kid in church clothes at all of your pool parties. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. Uh, <laughs> you know, thank you guys so much for the invite. Sorry I couldn't go swimming. I don't own swim trunks, as we all know. Neck to the knees is God's territory. <laughs> Only he can look at that, apparently, at least. Um... I, uh, I work at the sandwich shop on a college campus in Denver. Um, it's one of those colleges, like, I don't know how to explain it to you guys. It's like, a, it's a very, very progressive school, you know, one of those that accepts both white girls and white girls with dreadlocks. So <laughs> it's that type of place. I, uh, I don't understand. I don't really like school. I'm of college age, but I'm not going to school. Uh, you know, I think I, I think I figured out, like, a trick to the system. I, uh, I got a job as a dishwasher now. You know, four years down the road, these kids are going to be coming into the field uh, they don't know they're going into yet, and I'm going to have all the experience. They're going to be bringing their paper degrees into a dish pit, idiots. <laughs> they don't teach you about how paper affects water in college, or how water affects paper, I should say. Anyways, I'm a delivery driver. Uh, the other day, somebody was asking me, he's like, you ever think about that classic delivery driver fantasy? You know, that porn scenario, you go up to a lady's door, she's naked. She's like, oh, I don't have another way to pay for the pizza. What could I possibly do? I don't think I'd be into that because here's my thing. Somebody still has to pay for that pizza. <laughs> it's not going to be me. I feel like in that scenario, I would just pull out my wallet, flip through it, and be like, eh, why don't you just give me a blowjob and we'll go halves. I feel like that's, <laughs> I feel like that's fair. And I get a slice of the pizza too, obviously. Um, I, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, somebody was asking me the other day, like, how are you so good at making friends? Uh, because obviously, you know, you guys can tell. Uh, and uh, I told them my basic friend making process ever since I was a kid uh, has been to stand there until they accept me or explicitly tell me to leave. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you wait long enough, it's one of the two. If you just stand there long enough, it's always one of those two things. Um, I, uh, 
have this uh, this real dumb coworker. He can't spell anything. The other day, he spelled the word jalapeno so wrong it became a racial slur. <laughs> like, like I don't want to give too many details, but there was an H, and every vowel was wrong. You know. <laughs> I uh, uh, I see a lot of crazy people. Uh, the other day, somebody tried to sell me crack outside of a bar. I didn't buy it, not because I'm not willing to try crack. I was homeschooled. I will do anything. Um, <laughs> but because of the way he tried to sell it to me, like, I don't have high standards for my crack deals, but one of those standards is it not being loose and in his hand. <laughs> as if he was, like, as if he was, like, trying to hand me some M&Ms or something, like... If I, I'm looking for one thing in my hard drugs, and that is a baggie of some kind. <laughs> like, that's all I want. I don't care if it's a Cheetos bag or, like, some, uh, some like, tinfoil or something. It's all I want is a baggie. Um, I, uh, I tried cocaine for the first time last night. Uh, yeah, thank you. I tried it for the tenth time this morning. Uh, <laughs> there's a very short learning curve on that drug. <laughs> like, I was a pro immediately. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I was driving around the other day. I saw this church. It said Crossfire, a church with no walls, um, which architecturally, that's a pavilion. It's not a church <laughs> by design. Also, that is way too cool of a name for a church. Like Crossfire, you're going to invoke images of snipers in my head. How are you possibly going to live up to those standards? Like what's their slogan going to be? Come down to Crossfire Church. You can practice your gnarly skateboard tricks in the auditorium. At Crossfire, the first glass of communion wine is free. The second glass is free for ladies. <laughs> that joke got an awe, but not even because of the joke, because of the dog. <laughs> it's just a weird, it's a weird situation. <laughs> you guys want to take a, a break and just pet the dog for a little bit? Is <laughs> that what we should do? What Aldo. Aldo. It's a good... Solid name for a dog, strong name, Germanic, I think. Um, I uh, lost where I was in that joke. Um, <laughs> no, you're fine. You're absolutely fine. The dog is much more important. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, was I was standing outside of a bar the other day. I saw these two guys arguing. The first guy said, I was eating pussy under a table during 9-11. <laughs> and the second guy said, how old are you? Um, which is a good follow-up question. And the first guy responded, I was eating pussy under a table during 9-11. As if, like, volume had been the issue. <laughs> uh, and I didn't listen to the rest of the argument, but I like to imagine that that is the only way that man answers questions. <laughs> like, he just goes to a restaurant desperately trying to order food. In his head, he's like, I just want a hamburger and fries. I just want a hamburger and fries. What can we get for you, sir? I was eating pussy under a table during 9-11. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Another social interaction ruined by my favorite fact about myself. <laughs> God damn. I, uh, uh, I, I think that's about my time, seven-ish minutes. Uh, one more? All right, well. Uh, I don't have one more. <laughs> I didn't, those were my closers. <laughs>
I have more jokes, but those are my closers. So I'm Roger Stafford, everybody. Thank you. Roger Stafford, everybody. Yay, all the way. All the way from Colorado, where weed is legal. Yay. It's legal here now, too. You're the gold standard. Yay. 2018 is yay. We love weed. Yay. Yay, Roger Stafford. Yay. 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 All right. Our next comedian, he's also from Denver, and that means that he's cool, too, because they're way ahead of us, you guys. They are way ahead of us. You have a funny name, and I wrote, I thought it in my head, it says, deal with Knight. Knight, but N-I-T, Grayson Knight. He doesn't sound like a real person, right? Hey, everybody. He doesn't sound like a real person, but he is. Put your hands together for Grayson Knight. Yay! Oh, man, I wish I was like the Fifty Shades of Grey guy. Holy shit. If that was my life, goddamn. But no, I'm doing this. That's pretty cool. No, it could be way worse, you know? Um, yeah, uh, like she said, I'm here from Denver. And whenever I take trips, I don't ever take pictures. I don't like taking pictures, like, especially when I do, like, touristy stuff. And it's because, like, people have already taken pictures of the stuff I've done. You know what I mean? Like, if my mom is like, oh, you went, you went to the Golden Gate Bridge? Did you bring, did you take any pictures? I'm going to be like, yeah, you know what you should do? You should Google Golden Gate Bridge, and you'll get a way better picture than I could ever take. You know what I mean? Don't leave it up to me. My phone camera sucks. Um, yeah, weed, weed is legal in Denver. And, uh, of course, that means we get uh, legal weed PSAs, and those are really cool. Uh, the ones in Denver, they're all written in this, like, cute, like limericky, rhymy fashion. Like there was one, there's one at this bar that just says, "I know what you're thinking, but that joint can wait. This bar and your car are not the place." <laughs> it, it's fair enough, but you don't have to write a Christmas carol about it. You know, you just—I I guess they don't want to be like condescending because they want, you know, they want people to listen to them. And wh- that makes me think. Uh, how about instead of those not even once ads for meth, what if they just had like a little crystal meth fairy come down and talk to your kids, huh? Just like a drug-addled Jiminy Cricket type character, you know? He'll be full of fun stuff, you know? He'll be like, be careful, young Johnny, of those grayish-white rocks. You'll break out in a cold sweat and into your mom's jewelry box. <laughs> no. Be careful, my young friend, of those who freebase. You'll be achy and shaky and up for three days. (laughs) I think those two lines right there are my magnum opus, to be honest, everybody. But I I feel like those ads would be way better than those not even once ads. Because those those ads were so dumb and unrealistic. Like I saw, I remember one one time, it was just like this, this high school girl. And she was like, I went to this party. And then some dudes pulled out some meth. And I didn't want to seem uncool, so what was I to do but partake? <laughs> Were you homeschooled in a trailer park, lady? Like, <laughs> nobody brings meth to high school parties. 
You know, like usually the cool kid in school isn't the guy who's like fucking shaking and muttering to himself in the corner. <laughs> All I know is that didn't work for me in high school, okay? This comes from experience. God damn it. Um, in Denver, we have this local newspaper called The Westward, and last winter they had like a cover story, and the headline was, Will the cold temperatures finally push the homeless youth out of Commons Park, succeeding where the neighbors have failed? That's a real gnarly headline, you know? Like, that's, that's a rough one. I feel like, like it should say something like, Holy shit, there's homeless kids, everybody. We need to try and help them. We need to help these homeless kids, these homeless youth, everybody. But instead, all we get is... When are they gonna go away? I'm trying to be rich over here. God damn, you know how hard it is to enjoy this condo when I have to look at the previous tenant sleeping in the park across the street? This is bullshit. I didn't pay. And it says succeed where the neighbors have failed. Like, yeah, like they've tried to get them before and they couldn't like, like the fucking CEO of Acme lives in one of those buildings. He's like, well, we, we painted a picture of the park on a wall, hoping that they'd all run into it. That, that almost always works for me. <laughs> but they, they, they got us. They just painted a picture of all themselves on that wall, and then we all ran after them, and we ran into it. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Fooled again by my own inventions. <laughs> um, I'm not a big fan of screamo music, everybody. Just putting that out there. I know you care a lot. Like, you know, like fucking, like Cannibal Corpse, like cattle. No, it's not, I don't know if it's, it's just, you know, people yell, they have intense guitar. Some people are into it, you know? And I, I wonder if people, they get, they acquire that taste in music from their parents yelling at them when they were kids, you know? <laughs> like, they hear a Slayer song on the radio for the first time, and it's like, <laughs> and they're like, man, this reminds me of home. This really, this really harkens back to a simpler time for me. I only, I only wonder that because when I was a kid, my parents were mad at me. They wouldn't like yell or anything. They would just come up to me and be like, you messed up bad, so go to your room, and if you don't hurry, I'll put you in a tomb. And I've been a big fan of hip-hop ever since. <laughs> That's the catalyst. Yeah, but my parents weren't that clever. They... They need to upgrade their flow a little bit, maybe. I don't know. Like, when I was a kid, I used to write my own, like, rap lyrics. And I think I did it in the most adorable way possible. Because, okay, let's say I had a line like, I'm about to murder you motherfuckers, or something else untrue, you know? Another blatant lie along those terms. I would write out the word bout. I'd write out B-O-U-T, then put a little apostrophe right where that A used to be because I need to make sure that my slang was grammatically correct. Because I want the world to know that this suburban white kid's street poems were to be taken seriously. God damn it. Because I'm from the streets too, motherfuckers. It's just that mine are all wider so we can park easier. And they, and they all end in cul-de-sacs because there's a beautiful park at the end of my streets. But they're still the streets and I'm still from them. I've been Grayson Knight. Thank you guys very much. The city is awesome. Grayson Knight, everybody!
Remember in the house in the hizzy. What? We're moving from the night into the day. Only because, I mean, I don't know who believes what Mike Pence says, but Genesis is real, right? Like, the world was created in seven days in the thing of Genesis, and your next comedian is going to illuminate everything. <laughs> and you're like, you're shaking your head, like, stop putting so much pressure on me. I'm like, tell us how the entire Midwest voted for Trump. <laughs> Explain your people. Genesis of Indiana slash Chicago. I, I'm no, I'm so happy that you're here. Everybody. Put your hands together for Genesis Noel Easton! Yay! Oh, 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 I am from Indiana. Um, we are a red state. I live in a blue county. Yeah, northern Indiana. We have an openly gay mayor. Okay, we have beautiful river lights down <laughs> downtown, all those types of things. Um, yeah, when the election happened on Tuesday, I was just on an organic farm in the Redwoods smoking joint after joint after joint after joint. So <laughs> that's what I did. I was like, I'm going to vote early, not for Trump. <laughs> uh, and then I'm piecing the fuck out on election day and I'm just going to go to California where now weed's legal. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer to spend my time in cities and places where weed is legal, but I still obtain it very, very easily back home in the podunk fucking region of the Midwest, which is northern Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I took a nap in my minivan runnel on the way here, and then I woke up and pissed in the cold brew coffee cup that I purchased earlier. And so I think I've had the true San Francisco experience. Seriously, there's nowhere to go but up from here, you know? Um, I even like miss the cup a little bit, so there's piss on the fucking rental floor, but whatever. When they smell it, they're gonna be like, this girl likes to party. Like we know for sure she likes to party. And they're right, and they're right. Um, but have you guys noticed how IPAs are slowly becoming the malt liquor for white people? Wow. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> Pretty soon, we're just going to see dudes with really ratty beards and, like, cut-off jean shorts holding signs saying, well, fuck for hops. And you know what? If they're cute enough, I'm going to be that nasty bitch to throw five on that growler, okay? <laughs> don't, don't put it past me. Don't put it past me. I'm not fucking around. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know what? I am tired of hearing she's a slut or hoe, mostly because it's 2016 and we should no longer be shaming women for being sexual creatures. Um, thank you. But also because I'm trying like so fucking hard to be a hoe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and whenever I hear, you know, Sheila's a hoe, right? I'm like, Sheila's a hoe. She, Sheila's a hoe? What about, what, what, what? How is she pulling all that dick? <laughs> okay. It's not fair, is what I'm trying to say. And I see the look upon some of your faces. I get it, I'm a pretty lady, okay, with a vagina. I can usually fuck greater than 80% of any given room that I'm in. Uh, but I'm from a small city, as we've already established. Uh, everyone knows everyone there. Everyone's fucked everyone there. Uh, it's incestuous at this point for a 34-year-old woman, which is what I'm trying to say. Um, and unfortunately, there aren't a lot of my single brothers <laughs> that I want to VC Andrews with, okay? <laughs> Just miss me with the flowers in those attic, because those flowers are real dusty. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a literary joke. <laughs> that's a literary joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love turning proper nouns into verbs. Like, you know what I mean? There's not a lot of people I want to VC Andrews with. <laughs> I love a prevalent incest, <laughs> incest theme. Um, but when I have been traveling lately, um, it's been for local comedy usually. I don't always find myself in the glorious San Francisco. I'm in Chicago eh, once in a while as well. I uh, find myself in Michigan a lot, the great state of Michigan. Uh, I love it there. Nice people. They have a great little comedy scene. Okay, A lot of lakes. Um, but I've probably been on one too many showcases that you could just call chubby white dudes in plaid shirts featuring one to two female comics that need to learn to take a fucking joke. Okay. Yes, it's that's the reality of my situation. You can see why that doesn't lend itself to a lot of out of town connections or a lot of out of town fuck it. Uh, which is why I love swiping on Tinder when I'm in big cities because I get so many motherfucking super likes. Like I swear to God, they just like boom, 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 just rain down on me. And every time I get a super like, I tell myself it's definitely from a free account. Okay, they only had one for the day. They bestowed it upon your girl. Okay. <laughs> because I'm fucking worth it, worth it. And every time I obtain one of the coveted super likes, oh, my ego, oh, it just soars, soars like the bald eagle of freedom. Um, but probably more like a bald eagle that's been greatly affected by climate change and the decrease in bee pollination. <laughs> Thusly, it dies, uh, and I remain unfucked. <laughs> Powerful and accurate metaphor for your girl. Um, but I do better in cities and just around shit that's not all white people, you know? <laughs> it's just, um, especially comedy shows not featuring all white men. Not that I don't love hearing chubby white guys talk about their dicks, which I imagine are all inverted. They, they have to all be inverted. I already know it. I already know they do a quick little pop out. Just a <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, but just for me personally, I was raised a little bit more like maybe seasoning salt and hot sauce, okay? Just like Lowry's and Trappies um, instead of, <laughs> that's the original. Uh, just that instead of, let's say, um, ranch dressing and probably craft barbecue sauce. <laughs> You know, I don't know. Um, and I only say craft barbecue sauce because I imagine a couple in their local grocer's aisle in front of like the barbecue selection having a conversation. And husband asks wife, you know, honey, what do you think is up with this sweet baby Ray's? She goes, honey, if sweet baby Ray's, I don't, it's probably for that Ray Charles, and you know it's going to be too spicy for you, Dale. Yeah, <laughs> I love sweet baby Ray's. Uh, and then she just says, you know, hon, uh, what about this craft barbecue sauce? And he goes, craft, that's a name I can trust. That's a, that's a brand that I enjoy. <laughs> um, but summation for my upbringing um, is this, case in point. Uh, when you walk into church Sunday morning and your praise team is covering DeBrat's Functified and they've changed the lyrics to Sanctified, it just changes you a little bit, okay? <laughs> just change it. It just drop a little soul in you, just a little bit, okay? And it stays there stays there. And I loved church mostly for Christian covers, which I still hold near and dear in my heart. I don't know if you guys experience this or not. I'm sorry if I'm alienating the crowd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I loved church until I would hear the Holy Ghost is in the building this morning. Uh, and you guys all know why, okay? Uh, my stomach would sink upon hearing those words because I knew that same stomach was not going to be fed until 2 p.m. We had already been at church since 9 a.m., and despite how thankful I was that the Holy Ghost found time to bestow his blessings upon the congregation, despite what I imagine is a very grueling schedule, he never once miraculously filled my belly on those days. Um, and I knew that I was full of his favor, but I was trying to get full on that Sunday dinner flavor, okay? That shit would fuck me up. 
fucked us all up. Anybody that experienced that, it fucked us all up, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and you probably wouldn't have thought that looking at me, okay? I see myself. I see the stupid hair and these silly clothes, okay? But we're, uh, <laughs> we're defining stereotypes together, is what I'm trying to say, okay? I'm sure nobody in this room is like, you know what? I bet that bitch was in the rawest fashion show sponsored by Fashion Bug, okay? It's part of the dopest variety show put on by her youth group in order to raise money to get to Great America. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are right now. Disproving stereotypes, okay? Which is why I'm not even sucking a lot of dick anymore. <laughs> I used to, okay, real good at it. Got a good gather method. But as soon as you get generous with that shit... That's right, that's right. Motherfuckers want to get uppity, okay? Start expecting. And I'm tired of hearing, hey, Genesis, when you gonna suck my dick? Because I'm like, is it your birthday? <laughs> or a national holiday? Or did you do some fucking chores around the house? Because I'm not sucking your dick today. Now, if we have a casual coitus, of course there's gonna be some foreplay, okay? I'm gonna put my mouth on it. <laughs> um, but I'm not throwing out these beautiful ass blowjobs for you basic bros. Besides that, I don't have to suck the shit out of somebody's dick to get them to like me. I'm not in middle school. Yeah, I'm not in middle school anymore. <laughs> That's been my time. I'm Genesis Season. Thank you so much. Thank you. Genesis Season! All the way out of. This, I know, I like her too. I know, I'm so glad. She, she's from Indiana. You can find her on Facebook. It's easy to find. She's so... Yeah! Is that Man, you know, I hate corn syrup, but it, she reminds me of like, you're like the maple syrup of corn. And I want to have you all over my oatmeal. Is that is that is that white enough? Is oatmeal white enough for you guys? Cool. All right. So uh, hey, those were our guest comedians for tonight. We are moving on into the book it forward section of tonight. The way that this show worked is that I booked a comedian, and then he booked a comedian, and that comedian booked a comedian, and that comedian book to comedian and it goes so on and so forth and it becomes an amazing show so you guys can't wait for your first comedian of the night that we have booked he is i would vote for him for president honestly he looks like he looks like a really stand-up guy that you would want to have leave your country i i also he's very funny hey everybody I don't know what to believe anymore. Do you see? I'm on the 17th uh, tower of Roland's. I'm in Stephen King world right now. So nothing makes sense, but I'm going to just say, like, hopefully all of these worlds connect together with your next comedian. Put your hands together for David Kelly. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. I'm one of those new young comedians you've been hearing about. <laughs> I love performing here. I'm sure I speak for all of us when I say, if I could be two places at once, I'd be at two other places. <laughs> if you think you've seen me before, I am the before model for Planned Parenthood. 
I'm also the after model for Hometown Buffet. <laughs> I, was, I was also the model for those naked statues of Donald Trump. It's true. So you guys watch election night? I'm still, I'm still waiting for the day when Donald Trump takes off his mask to reveal his true identity, Al Gore. Scary. If people all along were saying that Donald Trump had a scientific chance of winning the election, which is odd considering his followers don't believe in science. And there's so many casualties from this election. Common sense, courtesy, card games. So many card games have been ruined forever. Like, what are you saying now when you play the Trump card? Oh, you're fired. Oh. People ask me how to find this place. I just tell them to read the smoke signals coming from the sidewalk. They're all out there standing in a circle. I've seen Stonehenge in England, and now I've seen Stonerhenge in San Francisco. And Starbucks new coffee is just the thing to jolt you out of bed early on a Sunday morning. It's called leaf blower. <laughs> Comes in three sizes, Paco, Grande, and Jose. More good news. The new gluten-free vodka gets me just as wasted as the old stuff. Some people say I look like a stay-at-home dad. I'm actually more of a stay-at-home drunk. Any smokers here? Smokers? Yay! Yeah, everything. I'm much more of a drink. I'm much more of a drinker than a smoker. But it took me a long time to get interested in craft beer. I thought they just made cheese. Oh. And I'm not sure about those electric cigarettes, except they got to be a lot safer than electric beers. <laughs> I don't remember ever feeling the urge to go out and get drunk. But then again, I never asked to go out and get fat either. At my age, when I send a flaming heart emoji, I'm not telling you I'm dying for your love. I'm telling you I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> I do try to take care of myself, a little yoga, a little weightlifting. I've had a hard time learning how to clean and jerk, mostly because it's the reverse of my usual routine. <laughs> it was nice to see Randy Johnson, the big unit, get inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. I'm sure his wife, the small receptacle, was very proud. I don't do drugs. I don't want to end up like my friend Boris. He had his windshield wipers mounted on the inside of his van. I don't know if you know this, but there's a new diet pill that claims if you take one in the morning, it makes you feel so good, you don't even think about eating. I've been taking that for years. It's called Vicodin. You've heard of Fifty Shades of Grey? This diet is Fifty Shades of Gravy. It's a crazy diet. I'm allowed to eat anything I want as long as I beg for it while I'm hanging from the ceiling by my testicles. <laughs> so who here's on a diet? Too weak to respond? My wife put me on a new diet. It's called Netflix and chili. I'm allowed to have all the chili I want as long as I'm hanging from the ceiling by my testicles. But I'm all in favor of breastfeeding in public, especially when I don't have time to stop somewhere for lunch. <laughs> I stopped, stopped shopping at Whole Foods. I didn't like the way they were organically emptying my wallet. <laughs> Quick question. When a Dutch couple goes out for dinner, who pays? I recently had dinner with a Chinese tourist. We had some of the finest food I've ever seen anyone photograph. 
So I don't mean to brag, but I once had sex with a lady from the TSA at the airport. She made me put all my liquids into a plastic bag. While I was at the airport, I saw a guy driving a DeLorean, the same car used in Back to the Future. I asked him to take me back to 1985. So he took away my iPhone and blew cigarette smoke in my face. <laughs> I got myself a new phone. It's called a Diva phone. It doesn't answer to anyone. By now, I'm sure you realize I do have a booming voice. For those of you who just passed out and suddenly woke up, good news, I'm comedian David Kelly, not a night court judge. Case dismissed. <laughs> you guys have your phones with you? Do you take selfies? Yeah, sure, it's easy for you. I'm too big. I have to take two halvesies for me. So who here has children? Anyone have children? Oh, really? What? You know your school system is failing when most students think a sentence ends with a parole. The <laughs> case is fixed. My wife and I were too busy to have children. She spends all her time gardening. Problem is she's not very good at it. Once she bought a plant in Reno just to watch it die. Sad. We went to a wedding. It was a Silicon Valley wedding. The groom works for Google. He spent his whole life searching for someone to love. The bride works for Facebook. She just wanted someone to like. Aww. Back when I was single, I once made love to a policewoman. I'm not sure it was more exciting when she pulled out the handcuffs or when she radioed for backup. <laughs> we live in San Jose. Hold your applause. Where else do you need a full-body condom to ride the bus? A Detroit woman turned 116 years old recently. It's not that she lived to 116 that surprises me, is that she might actually outlive Detroit. <laughs> so the number of songwriters in Nashville has declined. Soon there won't be much new music for bars and honky-tonks. And folks, there's nothing sadder than a bar full of tonkless honkies. <laughs> Whatever happened to all those radio stations that used to play classic soul? All we have now is soulless crap. America's the only country I know that treats its national anthem like a pop song and treats a pop song like a national anthem. I pledge allegiance to the flag of Ariana Grande and the One Republic for which it stands. One Direction under Adele in sync with Nickelback and Justin for all. Thank you. You've been a great audience. <laughs> One for all. Are we all in sync? How lovely. Your next comedian. He is an amazingly lovely human being. I mean, he's very, very pretty. It, no, it's it's really lovely for me, finally. I mean, if Trump's going to be the president, then I get to, you know, just objectify people all the time. He is tall. He is pretty. His jokes might or might not be funny. It doesn't matter. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he could wear, he could wear like, um, like a, like a, what are they called? A, a banner across his chest. What are they called? A sash, yes. That said, prettiest comedian of 2016. And that is what we would do. He, but he's smart too, so I don't just want to objectify him. 
You guys are gonna love his jokes. Please put your hands together for Chris Nasco. Thank you. Hi. In Hayward, where? At a biker club? I was. Yeah. Hi. How are you? <laughs> nice to see you. Listen to him. <laughs> I feel like I can't, I feel like I can't, because I'm doing stand-up under a red light, so I feel like I can't go yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like I have to wait. Uh, Pam was talking about Trump. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, I can't believe it. I'm pretty blown away that he became president. Um, he says if he, like, like, you know, he says he wants to build that giant wall between the United States and Mexico. You guys heard about that? That great wall between the United States and Mexico. That way we could see racism from the moon. <laughs> Thank you. He's just really immature, man. He's really immature. He's not, he's not a president. There's no way. He's really immature. I, uh, I used to be, I'll be honest with you, I used to be very immature. I used to masturbate to porn. Very immature. But now I'm much more mature. Now I only masturbate to the Oprah Winfrey show. <laughs> the only thing that gets me off are like the nice things that she does for people. Like, that's it. That's the only thing. People are getting new cars. I'm coming. <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's the nice deeds that get me off. That's the only thing. Like, I was reading a book on Mother Teresa, and I had to take a lot of breaks. <laughs> it was rough, man. It's a real thing. Uh, a little more about me. I'm not, uh, I'm not a musician, but apparently I have resting David Bowie face. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and recently he died and when he died people started texting me <laughs> I was like it's not the same guy it's not the same thing so I I switched it to resting Kevin Bacon face <laughs> and it works what is that called that's called having a diversified portfolio <laughs> and the shit was was what? Uh, yeah, diversified portfolio. They don't know about that where I'm from. I'm from Tracy. Is anybody familiar with Tracy? Oh shit, that's right. God damn. Altamont Altamont Pass is just like a road you drive over, so it's pretty cool how you like. Sh it's cool how you shouted it out like you're stoked for this road that you can drive over. Uh, I grew up in Tracy in a, in a predominantly Spanish-speaking neighborhood, and I was the only white guy in a Spanish-speaking neighborhood, so for years, I thought my name was Binche Hueto. <laughs> <laughs> and I started responding to it, too. I was like, what'd you say, Dad? <laughs> Binche Hueto. Uh, so I got the fuck out of there. Now I live in Mountain View. Are you guys familiar with Mountain View? It's the heart of the... Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the heart of the Silicon Valley. It's a very technologically advanced place. There's, like, self-driving cars going around, and school bullies steal kids' lunch money through PayPal, <laughs> which is pretty incredible. 
It's uh, it's a nice place to live, but to be honest, it's it's very boring. Uh, there's not enough crime in Mountain View. There's not enough crime. I have to go to Richmond on the weekends just to spice things up a little bit. <laughs> if you're not familiar with Richmond, Richmond is basically Gotham City that doesn't have a Batman. <laughs> it's about what it is. Gotta, uh, yeah. Got to be careful when you go there, man. You'll end up on the news. It's rough. I don't watch the news very much. The uh, the last news story that I saw was that you guys might have heard about this. The little kid that got into the gorilla cage. Harambe, and they had to shoot the gorilla. What does that mean? That means that little kid is going to have to grow up and become successful. <laughs> because if he doesn't, people at the zoo are going to be like, we could have just saved a gorilla. <laughs> Why do we do that? And they shot the gorilla. I don't know if that was the right thing to do. I think they should have shot the mom. <laughs> right? Because think about it. There's 175,000 lowland gorillas out there. There's a million shitty moms. <laughs> you could have let this one go. Right now, like for me, it's hard to talk about moms. That's a sensitive subject because uh, a few months ago, my mom passed away. True story. And uh, it was her birthday about a month ago. And when it was her birthday, my aunt came to me with this idea that she's going to write my mom a note, attach the note to a balloon, and send the note up to heaven, up to my mom. That's a nice thought, but I didn't have the heart to tell her that that balloon might not make it all the way to heaven because it's hard for people to get into heaven. This balloon is going to have to accept Jesus as its Lord and Savior <laughs> just to get into heaven. It's going to have to be a balloon without sin. <laughs> I wanted to tell her that a prayer would sooner make it to heaven than this balloon would. And a prayer wouldn't land in somebody's backyard either. Can you imagine somebody, can you imagine somebody in their backyard doing yard work and a note just comes down on a balloon? It just says, you will be missed. Rest in peace. That's a really nice death threat. <laughs> my aunt insisted that I join her in this little balloon launch. So on my note, I wrote the most sensible thing that I could think of. Sorry for littering. Because that's about what I was doing. Uh, after that happened, like naturally, I kind of slipped into a depression. It's hard to do anything. It's hard to go to work. I work at a Whole Foods in the meat department with a vegan guy. Think about that. Yeah. He takes really long breaks, man. The chicken fumes get into his eyes and shit. <laughs> but I asked him, I was like, okay, you're, you're vegan. How does that work? And he, sa he says, it, it means that I don't eat anything that has a mother. And I was like, okay, so if it doesn't have a mother, you'll eat it? Yes. Well, stay the fuck away from me then. <laughs> I don't need that kind of pressure. That's, that's too much. Are you all right? You're somewhere else now. Oh, shit, it kicked in? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh, there's your dealer. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Where'd you come from? Right outside? That's good. You get to travel a lot. Good. <laughs> I, uh, I get to do a lot of traveling. Uh, I, I stayed in a... Not dick sucking. I, I got to stay in a... I got to stay in Brooklyn. 
And I, I learned that everybody in Brooklyn is a writer, everybody in LA is an actor, and everybody in San Francisco is a fucking dick. <laughs> right? Yeah. The techies, man. The techies. I'm like, you guys, you're not cool just because you go to lunch in groups of 20. <laughs> that does not make you cool. I used to work in tech. I drove for Uber. That's <laughs> about as far as I got. The only thing with Uber was like, like you never knew who you were going to pick up. You, you, like, you didn't know who was going to be in your car. I picked up this older guy. He was a security guard, and he was telling me about his job. And I guess it gets violent sometimes on his job. And he thought that the word fisting meant getting into a fist fight. And he would use it in that way. He was like, he was like, you know what? I'm not really the violent type, but if I have to, I will fist the shit out of somebody. And then he started telling me about the UFC. He was like, yeah, man, these two guys came out. They just started fisting the shit out of each other. Ref had to come out and break it up. It was rough. I learned how to speak German just from, just from doing Uber. <laughs> I did. I know one line of German. goes like this. Get into the BMW, faggot. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. You guys have been great. Have a good night. You know what I love about Chris Nasco is that he understands what it is like to be objectified because he was a male model for a long period of time. Yeah, have him come up here and take his shirt off. He was a he was a male model. Chris Nasco, I Willie, hey Chris Nasco, come take your shirt off. What I'm saying is that. You understand what it's like to be a woman now in the new Trump America where we're all objectified. You're super pretty. Take your shirt off. Can we ask? (laughs) I don't know. Ah, He's so pretty. Yes! I am so excited for our next comedian. I hope he takes his shirt off because he believes in Trump's new America where he's just, no, I'm saying like, let's objectify the bitches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, He's a very funny guy and we're going to objectify his comedy. Someone take a picture, because that actually objectifies him. It turns him into an object. Take a picture. Put it on. (laughs) Right? Let's objectify everybody now. Yeah! I hope you show us your tummy, bitch! Put your hands together for your next Canadian, Kyle Hovland! Good evening. My name, my name is actually Robert Dupree. Kyle Hovland's going to be here later. I, I teach a course in civility in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, I have some hip problems, so I got a little, uh, felt a little, little tentative getting to the microphone this evening, but I appreciate you guys coming here. I know you guys have a lot of comedians here. I'm a poet. 
You guys mind if I share a poem with you guys? A couple poems? I have a couple of them. Uh, if you don't mind, uh, I'm going to sit here and get very comfortable. Yeah. Oh. oh. This one's about being a grown-up. It's called I'm Not Potty Trained. <laughs> I'm just a 36-year-old baby boy that loves to touch and feel a hugger's diapers, squeezing my testicles in the most pythonic manner. <laughs> I think the devil created the commode. That was written in 2013. You guys have been very, very sexual, very sexual. This next piece was written uh, November 2013. It's called When You Make Love to a, a Giraffe. Don't worry, a lot of people don't get it. <laughs> when you make love, sweet dandelion tenderloin love to a giraffe. Always remember to wear stilts. I'm going to go back to Savannah, Georgia and teach my chorus. Uh, you guys have been very wonderful and very arousing. Please get up for my friend Kyle Hovland, everybody. Thank you very much. Oh, man. I'm happy to see you guys. Two days after the apocalypse, I'm glad to see you guys here. It's fantastic. Oh, three days. You know, I'm bad at math, ma'am. So, but you know what? I found out the most effective form of birth control. It's called moving back in with your parents. <laughs> Masturbating's much harder, I gotta say. What are you doing in there? I'm meditating, mom. Get out of here. You're meditating with your pants on your head? I'm watching the debates. I went through a divorce. I realized in a divorce there's many phases. First comes grief, then comes acceptance, then comes first degree murder. That's where I talk to my wife every night in my backyard. Not true. That's not true. She used to beat me, but I liked it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I started dating again. Don't worry. I started dating again, and I went out with this girl. And I thought, you know, maybe we were going to have, they call it sexual intercourse. NASCO doesn't know about that. You know what I'm saying? But I thought afterwards I was going to have some sexual intercourse, and she told me I was too immature. Too immature. So I told her, you can't come to my birthday. <laughs> then I brushed off my pants, I paid the bill, and I left the Chuck E. Cheese, you know, where a kid could be a kid. Anyhow... Um, a little bit about my own stats. I have the physique of Chef Boyardee, the body hair of Wolverine, and the genitalia of a newborn baby. Oh, my God. Divorce. Whoa. Anywho, okay. Some of my fears, uh, some of my uh, great fears since being a child include uh, roller coasters, great white sharks, sharks, and uncircumcised penises. Come on, give me a fist bump. Don't leave me hanging. Don't leave me hanging. Come on, buddy. I uh, I have a terrible fear of women with large heads. Not because they're... It's true. Not because they're intelligence, but their ability to headbutt. I guess I was the only one that watched Die Hard 2. Okay. All right. Here we go. 
I'm also very uh, terrified of men with toupees. I'm terrified of men with toupees. You can insert your Trump joke, but I ran over a sea otter years ago. I rode a Schwinn bike on the Pacific Ocean. It was very bloody. It, was, it, it hurt. It really hurt. Um, I'm going to close out on this. Uh, you guys have been very good and very arousing. I have one more friend here. He's visiting from the Santa Cruz Mountains. He is a psychic. Do you guys believe in psychics and mediums? Yeah. Welcome, my friend Chief Wahoo, everybody. Thank you. The drapes match the curtains here. I like it. <laughs> you strangled and killed a kitten five years ago. I forgive you. I forgive you, ma'am. Stop doing cocaine. Okay. <laughs> you are from Denver, Colorado. <laughs> and you are too. What? You could beat me up in a fight. You could beat me up in a fight, but you won't because you love children. You love children, okay. How you doing? This guy's a compulsive gambler and a compulsive masturbator in the car. I like it. I like it. She likes NPR. She's got a great hand grip. And she's breaking my hand. You guys have been a great audience. Let's keep it going, everybody. Thank you very much. Kyle Upland, everybody. And being all super saintly and figuring out what everybody's doing at this particular moment. How dare you? How lovely. How amazing. Ha ha. We're in the middle of Book It Forward. So um, this is how it went. David Kelly books Chris Nasco. Chris Nasco booked uh, Kyle Hovland. But who did he book? Oh, I have to look at my thing. Oh, I know who it is. He's not on Facebook. It's impossible to make this person be a real person, but he does it all the time, right? He's not on Facebook. I know, right? How do we know what he's doing? How do we know who he is as a person? I don't understand. We're doing it through texts on phones and shit, which is weird to me because he was booked on the show and I didn't even, I was like, ah, who oh, is not on the Facebook? It doesn't, I'm like, ah! But we hung out together one night, all night. You have to understand this. Two years ago, there was a night when we hung out all night outside the punchline because we were like, oh, we're gonna try to do this thing with NBC. And he's like, oh, I have. I was just a white, old white lady, but he's like, oh, I've got all, like, shit from other stuff. We don't even know what he comes from because his name has an exclamation point. Please put your hands together for Faco!
Yo, my name is Faco, and I stepped on this stage. I had more sex when I was underage. You're a good person. <laughs> yeah, my name is Faco. What's up, guys? You doing good? I'm doing pretty good. I had three shock tops. So I feel like I got pubes on my balls right now. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I take the bus, guys, and I, <laughs> I ride. <laughs> I saw a lady at the bus stop crying. And nobody said anything to her, guys. So I went up to her and I said something to her that I would want to hear in her place. I said, hey, would you like some KFC? <laughs> she was crying and she's like, is it original or crispy? <laughs> original. <laughs> Oh, shit. But yeah, guys, I'm from San Jose. Anybody ever been there? Uh, one person, two person, three person. Tacos are on the corner. You're right, 100% right. But let me tell you, this is the neighborhood I live in. I was walking late night getting home. I walked by somebody. This guy, I said, hi. He said, you want to get shot? <laughs> I said the first thing that came to my brain, man. I said, I don't know. I said, you want to get jerked off? Uh, I'm happy to say I'm still alive, guys. <laughs> By any means necessary. You got to get out of the situation, fam. I do. <laughs> hey, uh, it's been a somber two days. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say it, man. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Trump brings me hope. Whoa! I know. Uh, hey, here, because it brings me hope because uh, he, he makes it possible for me to be president, guys. <laughs> Did you see when I... That's even that's more points to me, Pam. I got the whole West Coast on my side. The whole West Coast South Side, yeah. So yeah. But you know, if I was running for president, I'd stick to the issues, man. Like for me, my first thing to do would be like, okay, my first order of business is president. 
I want more outlets in the building. Because we all got batteries on us, guys. Every one of us has a battery on them. That's important. And then my second order of business is I would fix the homeless problem. You see these homeless people walking around talking to themselves? I would give all of them Bluetooths. <laughs> so they look like they're closing million dollar deals, you know? It's a, it's a bunch of geckos from Wall Street, guys. Uh, all right, I'm here. I am. It's good to see all kinds of people here, guys. People from Indiana, people from Denver. I still haven't met a person from San Francisco. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thank you, guys. Dude, but you know what I believe in, guys? I believe in UFOs, aliens. Yes, yes am I alone? <laughs> Seeing crazy shit in space, guys. You know, I think to myself, dude, what would I do if a UFO tried to get me, right? Like, can I ask you something? If a UFO went right before you got to your house, a UFO went over you? opened up a door and brought down a ladder, would you go up it or no? He said no. She said yes. He says no. No. Here. Yeah. And guess what's the right answer? No. And here's the thing. I'm going to give you the reason. Here's, but here's the Here's the reason, okay? It's a no because they come from another galaxy. Why are they using a ladder to get you in their UFO? Yes. Yes. Right? Why would they use a ladder? They should beam you up. They should teleport you inside. Yeah, no consent, exactly. No consent. They shouldn't. They shouldn't have to use a ladder from Home Depot to get you in there, dude. It's orange. There's a, that's a per, that's man-made, guys. That's a guy. That's a guy wearing a backwards New York Yankees hat, ready to stab you, dude. Or a Cubs hat. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> it's, all, it's all going down here. <laughs> <The> li- <laughs> uh, I like the snort. I love that. Red socks? Oh. Last time I had a red socks, it was after I had sex with my girlfriend on her period. I had to wipe my cock out. <laughs> Off with the fucking white sock, guys. The the things you do for love. Oh shit. That's. <laughs> it's the blood. 
It's the blood. I'm an animal. I'm here. What's up, guys? But sh- but if you want me to get real with you, if I could get real with you, though, yeah. I, why, everyone always comes up to me and go, like, everywhere I go, everyone comes up to me and go, hey, what gang are you in? Aww. Right? Some people come up to me and go, hey, you got any cocaine that I could buy? They think I'm a drug dealer. I ain't never done cocaine in my life. Dog. I ain't never been in a gang in my life. Dog. I just wish somebody came up to me and goes, hey, how's the stock market? <laughs> Is NASDAQ up then? <laughs> hey. Hey, But the grass is greener on the other side, guys, right? There's a guy in stock market, in the stock market going, I wish someone thought I was in a gang. I wish, I wish someone asked me for some cocaine. There we go. And here we are, San Francisco back on this stage, Mutiny Radio. Thank you so much for having me. On this stage, I appreciate it. Why did I need this phone? I didn't even need this phone, guys. Thank you. <laughs> no, but you know, I'm here. I'm hanging out. Um, I just started smoking weed again. All right. And you know, <laughs> they got this weed called Mendo Bendo. That's a head high. And then they got this weed called Swayze Crazy. Yeah. That's a body high. Yeah. Swayze. Yeah. Right. Nobody. And then they got weed called Louis Armstrong. Because when you start smoking it, you start talking like this. You start realizing what a wonderful world this is. (laughs) Hey guys, my name is Fakwa. Thanks for listening. Fuck out! This has been a crazy time. We've all been having so much fun on the Pamtastics. And you're finally we get into a female rock block. Can we get into a female rock block? Female rock block. What, what? I'm just going to move out of these things and I'm going to say, your next comedian. She has been wowing stages since she has come out to her fruition over this last year. You guys are going to love her. If you don't, you're a fucking asshole. That's just the way it works. She is a fantastically hilarious human being. And she is on the show tonight. Put your hands together, everybody, for Valerie Vernelli! Oh, keep it fucking going. Keep it fucking I'm that amazing. I'm that amazing. This set is dedicated to Pam. It's dedicated to Pam. She's fueling all of our delusions. (laughs) She's fueling all of our delusions. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. No, I'm in that fucking state of mind. Trump is our president. 
No, but here's the thing, though. There's a liberation that comes with that shit, all right? I got a new mantra for you, all right? If Trump can do it, so can I. All right? So I want you all to say it with me. I'm going to say, if Trump can do it, you're going to say, if so can I, all right? If Trump can do it, so can I. If Trump can do it, so can I. Boom, just chant that with a little white power action after. You'll be so good. You'll be so good. I actually went in for a noose fitting today. Uh, Fit like a glove. Fit like a glove. You got to give the KKK credit, right? Like, I can't tie knots like that in my shoelaces, you know? Give them credit where credit's due, you know? But honestly, like, white people, it's okay. Like, no, you can't touch my hair. But um, <laughs> I know it's glorious. It's a glorious pelt. I'm just saying, like, you do have big decisions to make. Neo-Nazis, hammer skins, KKK. <laughs> The outfit choices alone should be swaying you. Like, neo-Nazis have the best outfits. Let's be real. Hey, uh, well, she's a very good-looking lady. Let's say that. But I'm just saying, like, bomber jackets are right on trend. Doc Martens, always in season. You know what I mean? Like, these are the things. These are the things. We shouldn't be afraid. We should fucking go all out, all right? So it's just a spreak freely kind of night. Ladies, by the way, make some noise for yourselves. I love this shit, because honestly, honestly, it's okay. But it's like most comedy shows look like that scene right before a gangbang. You know what I mean? Just a lot of dudes standing around. It's waiting for all the girls with daddy issues to come in. That's all it is, usually. By the way, gangbang is my favorite Samuel Adams lager. That's a little nutty, a little seasonal. Get it. No, but uh, I got labeled a feminist comic. This is a thing. And I was like, no, dude, you don't get it. I'm not a feminist, okay? I'm coming out the closet. I am not a feminist because I think women are superior. <laughs> That's just facts. Fuck it. As long as, like, this is the only way you're comfortable with human life entering on Earth. <laughs> like, we beat you. It's done. It's done. As long as you're... As long as like test two babies aren't cool yet, like we beat you, dude. And if you're saying to yourself right now, like, but what about sperm though? Like, what about sperm? We got sperm. It's like, bitch, we got fucking sperm banks on every corner in this city. <laughs> Cut your balls off, put on some light ice. We'll be fine. We will be fine. <laughs> I'm glad I got the support of this crowd, you know? No, but I got labeled. I'll tell you the joke that got me labeled a feminist comic in a minute because it is funny. It's hilarious, obviously. But I'm saying, like, here's the thing. What's your name? Genesis. Genesis. I thought that was just a Christian joke you were making earlier, but this is your real name. All right. Here's the thing. If I said to you, you could get paid less for the same job, you can get paid the same for the same job, or you can get paid more for the same job, which are you choosing? More. More. Give her a round of applause. More for this. Every dude in here knows, like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's kind of nice to have a little extra pocket change. You know what I mean? Like, they always tell women, why are you settling for less than you deserve? Right? So why are you settling for equality? Why? You know what I mean? If you have the option of supremacy, if you go to Taco Bell and you see the regular taco, but then you see Taco Supreme, which are you choosing? Taco Supreme! Taco Supreme! The sour cream and tomatoes... There we go. Takes it over the edge. That's what I'm saying. Supremacy is just more marketable. We should be on top of this. You know what I mean? I just feel like these are things. 
But I'll tell you the joke that got me labeled a feminist comic. Uh, Hillary's out. Hillary's out. We can mourn later. Um, and I feel like women don't get great heroes. You know, like men, you guys get like George Bush in the back of an aircraft carrier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Declaring wars that are over that aren't really fucking over. You know, I just wanted Hillary to be like, you know, just have a photo op with a jetpack. That's all I wanted. It's all I fucking wanted. But if you need a hero, Genesis, and the rest of you ladies, I got one for you. Her name is Lorena Bobbitt. Some of you know who she is. Um, If you don't know, Lorena Bobbitt is an original, okay? A uh, social justice warrior, okay? And one night she was being abused by her husband, so she cut his dick off. Cut it off. We, I don't know, dude. If you look at like the artist drawings, we're not gonna get into it. The point is, the point is, is that Lorena Bobbitt, no you didn't, Lorena Bobbitt is a hero. I love you. I love you too. I believe you, I believe you. You filleted, you filleted, oh, oh, god damn, this set has gotten taken over, <clears throat> but, but I was just saying that Lorena Bobbitt's a hero, and I think with all due respect to Harriet Tubman, um, <laughs> Lorena Bobbitt was robbed for the $20 bill, that's, that's, <laughs> But the thing is, like, I really want Lorena Bobbitt on the 1, the 5, the 10, the 20. So, like, every strip club I go to is just Bobbitt dollars. What? Now, guys, don't, you know, you crossed your legs. It's okay. They reattach the dick. It's fine. You know, it actually took them nine hours to find the dick. Do you know this? Nine hours. Now, some people don't get what nine hours means. That means if you woke up to go to work at 9 a.m., <laughs> Your entire agenda for the entire day until 5 p.m. through shit break, smoke break, lunch breaks, all breaks, plus an hour of overtime on the side of a highway. Just digging around for a dick. It's like, baby, baby, uh, <laughs> this dick money is gonna be, it's gonna come in handy one day, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, give it up for her, man. She is keeping this set alive. God damn, I want what she's having, you know? (laughs) But I'm saying like we've had 200 Nigerian girls missing for over two years. And I think I know how to find them. Do you wanna know? Mutiny, do you wanna fucking know? Find out where R. Kelly's tour last stopped. Hey, hey. It's in his lyrics. My body's calling for you. My mind's telling me no, my body's telling me yes. He's got an internal PPGPS. Do you know what that is? Premature Pussy Global Positioning System. This is a tech city. Get on top of it, bro. I have other jokes. You will laugh at some point. Trust me. I'm just doing it for the team. I'm just doing it for the team. We're taking a lot of L's this week. Like I said, I got a news fitting. Fit like a glove. We'll be fine. 
we'll be fine. <laughs> oh, man. Men and women, man, we're different, aren't we? We see shit differently, especially like like sex, like, you know, like threesomes and shit. I feel like most dudes, the combination they want is like two chicks, one dick. But like women, and we don't admit it off the time, two dicks, one chick. <laughs> this bitch got no shame, but you're just sipping on the fucking, what is this, Sutter Home? Give it up for Sutter Home, sponsoring this whole set. Sutter Home and IPAs. <laughs> but here's the thing, here's the thing. I feel like guys see it like chocolate and strawberries, like your dick is a strawberry and you're just dipping it in chocolate. Delicious no matter what combination <laughs> happens. But women see this shit like chicken nuggets, man. All right? Now imagine women are the sauces, dude, you're the nuggets. All right? You got two sauces, mystery sauces. We have no idea. We have no idea what's in it. You know what I mean? Honey. Yeah. But if it's like habanero honey and like barbecue, it's not that bomb. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm saying like you get one nugget, you dip it in the sauce, we're good. Take that same saucy nugget, dip it in the other sauce. That's a raunchy nugget. That's a raunchy fucking nugget. You know what I mean? And you can't wipe off in between the in, the, in between because it soaks in the breading. You know what I mean? I've thought about this. You know? <laughs> Double dipping nuggets. You can't do it. But imagine this, and this is to your point. This is to your point. We take one sauce, take one sauce. You get a nugget, you dip it in, we're good. Dip another nugget, we're good. Take 20 fucking nuggets, we're good. <laughs> like, it's just a cleaner transaction overall. Don't get the wrong idea about me, dude. I just think about this shit. I don't want to gangbang after the show, you know? Although I am looking for male groupies, so if you're open... <laughs> You seem down. You seem DTF. <laughs> See, I told you you'd laugh at some point. No, what else is there to talk about? Race. You want to talk about race a little bit? Yes. All right. Here's the thing. I feel like there's a lack of empathy. I feel like that's the issue. All right. And some people don't get the difference between sympathy and empathy. Sympathy is what you feel for the Jews who went through the Holocaust. You can never imagine what they went through, but your heart goes out to them. You feel bad. You feel sorry. But uh, empathy is what you feel for Hitler, because we all got bitches we could do a day without, you know? Like, for me, it's like Sheila at my job. Like, it's Sheila, knuckle-cracking Sheila, 9 a.m., cracking every fucking knuckle. How many knuckles do you have, Sheila? We all got one bitch. (laughs) Intermission, intermission. But I'm just saying, like, and I'll be a little vulnerable with you. I've tried meth before. Clap it up. I've tried meth. I look beautiful, don't I? I look glowing. Um, and when you do meth as a minority, it's like, I fucking get white people now. Like, I fucking... You get that energy of like, yes, let's go conquer a couple countries. Yes, let's beat up a minority with impunity. And yes, let's go in the forest and look for teakwood because teakwood tables are beautiful and teakwood prices are on the up and up and teakwood's going to be a really great investment for fall winter 2017. Let's do this! Yeah. So all minorities should do meth one time so you know what it feels like to be white. And all white people, try crack. I didn't test this part of the theory because I didn't think I had to. Um, But I imagine you'd experience that crushing, paranoid feeling like, I think somebody's trying to kill me. And you'd understand our affinity for car radios turned all the fucking way up. You know, just drown out all those paranoid voices that tell you all lives matter. Just do that, and you'll be fine. Now, you guys remember the show Wife Swap, right? 
Call this show Drug Swap. It's a delayed laughter. <laughs> and for my transphobic friends, I got a show for you too called Swap. Just <laughs> fill in the blanks. Do I have more time or should I get off? One more. Oh, Jesus, I don't know what to talk about. Oh, by the way, you know we have a missing children problem in this country, and we mentioned R. Kelly. Um, I think we should actually, <laughs> I think we should actually like bring this to Trump like as a petition, like, hey, let's have a P team. You know what I mean? Like the A team, you know what I mean? Like a well-bred, like crack team of pedophiles to find missing children, you know what I mean? I'm talking like your Woody Allens, your Jerry Sanduskis, I said your R. Kellys, your Mary Kay Letourneau's, you know, because I don't want to leave ladies out. Just set them off in the woods like truffle pigs with a van, pinata candy, just. Oh, I think Woody found one, you guys. I think, I think Woody found one. It's uh, one of his own, his own, but better one than none, right? By the way, I don't know if you heard uh, Trump uh, has got a new healthcare plan coming out. Um, yeah, what, what Obamacare is out, uh, what's going to happen is uh, when you twist your ankle, we're just going to take you out back and shoot you in the skull like old Yeller. That's, that's it. That's it. Um, I'm going to end on this. Uh, Roe v. Wade will be overturned, I'm sure, but that's okay because Walmart has pledged themselves to have hangers on sale all week. Clean up on aisle seven, Jimmy. Clean up on aisle seven. All right, give it up for Pam. on sale for all because we have no control over our own you know bodies etc I'm I have to say I'm really drunk right now which is the reason that you shouldn't ever let me have a baby because if you reverse Roe v Wade I might be pregnant right now and be super super wasted and then what would that be like I don't know, kind of like the same thing that's happening right now. Except that, like, anyway, here we go. We have one more comedian left. Are you guys excited? I'm fucking excited. I'm excited about our last comedian. She's a beautiful, I know, and you know what? I actually, if, before we do that, can, can, will you show your beautiful caps? Uh, my bet, one of my great friends, Valeska, has the most amazing calves. Please show your calves to the people. Now, people have, people have attacked her on the street for saying, are you a dude? And this in the morning very early. I like wake up at around three o'clock in the morning and I chug vodka and smoke pot and then I fall asleep and sleep all day long and don't do shit. And I have these amazing caps yeah. and I sleep with twenty year old Korean girls who are on internships from New York City and uh, uh, I just I sleep with young women. Uh, Pamela Benjamin loves the, me. I <laughs> love that you sleep with thing. young women. That's so funny I because sleep with so her sleep problem with the, oh. in the past Look has been that people me. say she's a dude and mm. I say she's an amazingly beautiful she's woman who has the best calves in all of San Francisco and she gets to have sex with
the hot Korean girls. How and, and, wonderful and beautiful is that? Like you. Of course, oh, I Pamela, love you so much, Valeska. I try to. I can't. No, I can't do it. No, I. I. I'm like 127 pounds. Right? I know for cheer. No, SF cheer. Is anyone into this? Absolutely. I'm totally into SF cheer. No, seriously, you have to be a real cheerleader, and I love cheerleading. I'm not good enough for SF cheer. No, they're too good. No, they're too good. No, seriously, and I was a great cheerleader. I'm like. It's not about being a cheerleader. We're big, big strong bases, though. Absolutely. We have to hold them. They have to press them. And, they throw but, them the fuck up in they, the air, and you have to catch them. But you have to have great um, angles. You can't be a I cheerleader without I great mean, angles. I, I know you have great angles. I, I love you so much. You. Okay, I'm Valeska. Everybody clap your hands for Valeska. Everybody, yay! Valeska! We have one last comedian. She's our headliner. Yes! And she is like, she has a French name. So if you guys don't care about, if you don't care about Les Miserables, then fucking fuck you guys, right? Uh, no, no, she is a beautiful uh, the French, very French name, and the last name as well, Adrienne Villeneuve. Is that how we say it? Uh, oh, did I say it right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Pam. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sad too about this recent election. It's, it's not happiness, but that's okay, because you know, if Trump can do it, all right, I guess we don't remember that. We can do it. I can do it. All right. <laughs> Just bringing it back, guys. Anyway, I was thinking about my uh, childhood the other day, and uh, I ride horses, or I rode horses. It was really awesome. No, it was a great experience. Like, you know, you get connection, things like that. And I realized horseback riding had prepared me for so many things in life. You know what I mean? Like, like sex. And people don't realize this, but like, you know, being like six and things like that, I had self-discovery way earlier than anyone would realize. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, hey there. And then, of course, you know, you get your certain horses who you're like, you know, you get that bond with, like checks. I still think about our first canter. <laughs> like, it was the smoothest ride I've ever had. Like, what? English. I did both, but I prefer... I. I rode both ways, but, you know, I preferred one over the other. I didn't like a huge horn right there, right by my, you know, it didn't give the same. Aventer. Sorry, we're just getting deep. Did you ride? No? All right, just making sure. <laughs> no, all good, all good. But, yeah, I know, being checks, you know, like, you know, and then you had some other horses, like Ruffles, and you're sitting in there, and you're just like, oh, shit, you know, like, about to break my pussy. That's okay, though. I'm just bouncing the fuck off this thing, you know, you know what I mean? Like, and then, but of course, like I said, this prepared me for life, you know, by the time I got to having sex, you know, it was like, discover, you know, a little bit more self-discovery with others, which is way more fun, you know, all around. But uh, I remember I had my first Chex experience with a person and I was like, no, 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 I've seen this before. It's okay. You just hunker in and just, you know, duck ticket, like, you know what I mean? Like you 
tuck in with the you know the hips and you just dig in there and you write it out yeah yeah but yeah and then and then you have samurai you know what i mean like because it prepares you it's like you know it's a good experience it's good experience you know i'm just saying like great in bed because of it horseback riding it also makes you like tight and you know everyone's like oh horseback riders oh tight vaginas nah, to a certain extent but yeah like you gotta learn how to squeeze that shit so it's true it's true but you know it's fun horseback riding I, you know kegels for all <laughs> but here's my thing like with horseback riding like it's a male it once was very male oriented had a lot of males in there and males kind of fucked it up a little bit for us women like they made us ride side saddle for a long ass time and like that's that's some fucked up shit you know they were hiding shit it doesn't make any sense because men should be sitting side saddle right like think about it like you don't want to be like you know like how, how are you you know like your balls are right there like how are you doing that like how are you doing that like your asses should have been like propped up the fucking leg up here and sat there and like you know like you know pulled up your balls or whatever and pinch leg or whatever because then you can't cross and shit you know and just sat there like that i just don't understand it was backwards it's backwards and I'm just thinking, you know, if women were in charge of this shit, cars would have been invented and greenhouse gases wouldn't have been an issue because we all still do horseback riding. <laughs> just saying, it's a way better system. It's a way better system. Yeah. I like horses. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a horse person. But yeah, I was uh, thinking about corporal punishment and uh, how it kind of needs to come back a little bit, just in certain aspects, you know what I mean? Not like fully, but I don't, I certain, ex certain respect, people don't really pay for their actions, like the repercussions. Like Brock Turner, we all remember that little fuck face, right? Little Stanford rapist, right? We all remember that? So I'm just thinking, you know, because he got his club med suite or whatever, if we had put him in stockade for three months and attached an atomic dildo to a 10-foot pole, and then like butt raped his ass for 20 minutes every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, you know, bring out on the Facebook memo, because you know we all need to bring this down to a community level anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Set out on like the ether Facebook, like bring your rotten fruits and vegetables down. You know, we got a little compost bin right underneath that motherfucker. Just chuck all your fucking shit at him. You know what I mean? At the end of three months, we get a little harvest, a little bounty from the composting we've done. You know, it's great. Brand a little R on that motherfucker's forehead. Just thinking, you know what I mean? Just brand that on there. I'm thinking he might think twice about what he would have done. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you think twice about someone's, like, you know, if that was your, like, the punishment? Like, instead of, like, oh, you get a private suite by yourself in prison. Oh, heaven forbid. Oh, so much privilege. Yeah, I don't like rapists either. But I love horses, even though I've seen a horse kind of rape something. <laughs> it, it wasn't the greatest experience seeing that, but, you know, life, you know, nature. I had a dog rape me. That was pretty crazy. Uh, over a carrot. Over a, it was pretty fucked up. I had this carrot, and it was for a horse. And then, of course, it, like, two seconds later, I got from, from behind. But I'm, like, seven, so, you know, and this dog's, like, a fucking St. Bernard. So, like, he got me good. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wrote him later. It's fine. <laughs> What else was I thinking about today? Uh, I'm just super depressed over the election, guys. I'm not even going to lie. I'm still, I'm freeballing it up here for you. I don't even know what I'm doing. But uh, I was thinking of Gwyneth Paltrow the other day and how much I hate this cunt. 
and uh well because it just kind of like she kind of like affirms all the shit i hate about like this like, elitist bullshit kind of like you know this like she has a website called goop Right, like, does that not sound like a racial fucking slur to anyone else? Like, I can't go opening websites called Rigor and Spricks, okay? Like, that's just not gonna fucking work. People look at me like, what the fuck is your problem? Why would you do that? But this bitch has been writing hard with goop for like eight fucking years, right? Fucking advocating she's a social fucking grand poobah living and shit. Like, fucking, she made a cookbook, all right, bitch? Like, she made, and of course, on this website, she advertised she became the number one source for health, fashion, fitness, wellness, travel. Fuck you, you cunt. No, you didn't. All right? It's on the fucking internet. It's out there, bitch. Like, you did not become the number one fucking source for this shit. Like, your fucking vagina steams and bullshit. Remember that shit? Like, oh, it's so good for the pH. Like, fuck you. Wash your cooch like everyone fucking else does. All right? Like, for real. Like, it's not a big fucking deal. Like, ah. I just, ah, whatever tickles your pussy, Gwyneth. But whatever. I mean, like, ah. Just pisses me off. Like this uh, fucking shallow hell business. Remember she got paid millions of fucking dollars to put on a fucking fat suit, right? But Tyra actually does this for her talk show. I love the Tyra do But Tyra got hate mail. That poor woman got, she got tore a new one. Oh my God, they scalped Tyra a new five head, all right? And they tore that woman a new cornhole. Like she got hate mail up the wazoo. Like, fuck you, Tyra Banks. How dare you put on a fucking fat suit? Don't you know who you fucking are? You're Tyra fucking Banks. But Gwyneth fucking Paltrow can go throw one of these on and it's A.O. fucking K for a movie, right? Like, it's bullshit. She's not even trying to feel anyone's fucking plight or, like, you know, empathize with, with Jack Black. Exactly. Right? Like, ah. And Tony Rock. <laughs> it's a f- it's fucked up, right? And I'm sure she got an extra like two millions for those special bonus features on the back. Like, oh, just walk out in public with that shit, you know? Oh. Fuck you! Oh, I hate this bitch. She's horrible. She is a skinny bitch. She is. Like her own favorite food is her Tesla roasted turkey ragu. Like, this woman has, like, millions of dollars. She can't hire a cook and, like, no one can cook to this bitch's caliber? Like, what the fuck? Like, like what the fuck? Like, really? This is why Chris Martin divorced her ass. She made a fucking dildo out of some summer squash and gourd. That's all I'm saying. That's why, fuck, he's like, fuck it, man. She got it covered. I don't even know. Like, shit. But yeah. In this Apple business. Like, that's a smug little girl. That's a smug girl name. That is Apple. Like, Apple's little girl. You're like, oh. I like this boy. She did name her child Apple. I just want to, like I said, if you had the opportunity, you'd cold clock her. You would. <laughs> if you had the opportunity, you'd cold clock her. But Apple, like, ah, it's just like a girl. Like, the girl, that's a girl you're like, oh my God, I like this boy so much. <laughs> and like a week later, that bitch is dating him. That's what a fucking Apple does, because she's a fucking suck up. You know who you're giving Apple to? Your goddamn teacher. All right? Ugh, I fucking hate them. You know who, one minute, yeah. you know who, uh, you know the bitches you do want to roll with? Mango and peaches. <laughs> Those are the girls you want to roll with. Mango's hella fun. Peaches got your back. She's going to pick up a bar stool if you need it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she got you. Anyway, one more minute. I was wondering when uh, sp- spider webs turn into cobwebs. Just how long that takes, you know what I mean? Like, and can a cobweb ever go back to being a spider web? 
like if a spider came across that shit and was like, oh shit, fixer upper. You know what I mean? Like, let me just string that shit right back up. You know what I mean? Like, you add a little addition. You go get that shit on HGTV. Like, you know what I mean? Flip that web. I don't know. I think it'd be work. Yeah. Oh, puppy. This dog and my cat are also toothless. Ish. The dog has a little bit more teeth. But I feel like I should start an Instagram with Timothy for toothless pets. And we could make millions off this. To me, they didn't hear that, but that's okay. All right, guys, thank you very much. Let's give it back over to Pam, our amazing host. Adrienne Villeneuve, all the French people forever say yay. Uh, things are crazy. We've there's been dogs running around and crazy stuff happening. Is is EJ Allen still alive? Oh. Oh, we hoped that he was. That was going to be a beautiful thing. We were going to finish out the night by saying, hey, a comedian that we have not had in a long time, and we thought he was living in another part. He doesn't exist. Would, would, you, would someone be willing to walk out the door and ask if E.J. Allen is still here? Thank you so much, Genesis. Just walk out the door. Is E.J. Allen still alive? Is he, does he exist? Is he a person? Of, I mean... I don't want to talk about, oh, but I see Clay Newman, holy fuck, oh, now we're, now we're, now we're in business. Is there an E.J. Allen? Now I see a Leo Singer, and now I see, your next comedian is one of the funniest people I know. Uh, He runs a show, he runs all kinds of shows, Uh, there's one at the comment room, but I don't even know if he runs it. He's just so funny. You guys are in for a treat. If you don't clap loud enough, I'll punch you in the face. It's Clay Newman. Yay! Holy shit. They they believed that threat, Pam. That was very loud applause. I didn't see the beginning of the show. Did she punch some of you? <laughs> is everybody here okay? This is this is supposed to be a safe space. Pam can get punchy. It's a punchy time. I get it. Uh, yeah, I wanna, like I wish I was a good comedian, and I, like I wish I could just call my manager and be like, "Man, put me on a tour of the South. I gotta yell at some motherfuckers. I gotta correct America. Put me on tour. Send me to Wisconsin. I'll change them from fifty-one percent to zero percent." Put me on tour. But instead of like, let me go to beauty and talk to people that agree with me. <laughs> hey, are you guys also sad? Yeah. I uh, wish we could do something about it. Uh, I I haven't contributed in any of the protests yet. I did get stuck in traffic, so I'm helping. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes it look stronger. If there's more people stuck in traffic, they're like, yeah, people are affected. I did my part. Here's the thing, like, I was ready. Tonight I was ready for it. I put, <laughs> and by ready for it, I mean I put a bandana in my back pocket. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to put this over my mouth. <laughs> like, that's going to, uh, I have glasses and a bandana. I am free for pepper spray. <laughs> the cops can't stop me. I got glasses. I got a bandana. I'm white. I am going to be safe. Um, but here's the thing, like, 
I put the bandana on the mirror. I practiced. I put the bandana on the mirror before I went out. I wasn't just going to, like, fucking free ball a bandana and just assume it was going to go well. Like, I made sure I knew how to do the triangle shape right uh, when I put it on my mouth. And, like, like this at a rally with a bandana on it, yelling, not my president. Just like, I hate to admit it, but this just would prove the Republicans right. Like, this isn't, this isn't, maybe this is the voice of reason, but it's definitely not the hair of reason. Like, nobody's going to take this seriously. Be like, oh, man, Sideshow Bob is angry. All the celebrities are out. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. To <laughs> that wasn't. Uh, you know, like. I, I don't know if anybody's like, I, we, I'm going to be honest, we don't seem worried. Uh, <laughs> the, I'm not saying that like, I'm not saying we're happy about it. I'm just saying I haven't seen any posts on Facebook that's like, my Jewish grandmother may not get latkes anymore. Like we're, they're not going to deport us anywhere. We're fine. Uh, we're pretty much white. Um, we'll be okay. It's like, I just, well, half of us are fucked. Half of us are feeling bad right now. Like, I got, uh, how do you, like, how do you talk to young girls? Well, I'm going to phrase this better. Uh, like, okay, when we all have, like, like, we all have a friend with a daughter. Some of us have nieces. Some of us have daughters ourselves. Like, <laughs> how is that talking to go where you just sit her down and you're like, hey, listen, sweetheart. I want you to know that you can be the smartest person in the world. You can be the most qualified. And even you can find out that that doesn't matter at all. <laughs> um, like, how do, you, how do you break that to somebody? It's just like, listen, I want you to work hard. You're a beautiful, smart woman. And any man can beat you for a job. Any man. Any man. Uh, how do we, like, uh, God. I went to I went to uh uh Europe when um George W. Bush was in office. I'm not trying to brag, study abroad. Um it, mm. Uh first off, they're called women and uh secondly, zero. <laughs> None. I was in it for the culture. Uh, it's really nice architecture out there. Um, but like, anytime, anytime you got into a cab, people are just like, "You American? You like Bush? Like, it's. Do you know how much explaining we have to do? I'm gonna like. I'm not." A smart guy. I've never come up with a get-rich-quick scheme, but I'm gonna sell fucking Canadian flag backpacks and get so rich, you guys. I'm gonna. Oh my god. I'm just gonna. Yeah. Just like park up outside a travel agency and be like, hey, let's be smart about this. All right. Uh, people don't know anything about Canada. Just say a at the end of every sentence. You'll be fine. Mention the trailer park boys. That's all they know. Do you like Labatt's? Um, <laughs> how do you feel about putting gravy on things that don't sh shouldn't have gravy on it? Uh, <laughs> hockey. I'm out. I'm out of Canadian. Th I, I don't. 
They're our neighbors. I know so little. So little about them. I know they let me drink legally when I was 19, and that was damn kind of them. Damn kind. What a wonderful place. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it's 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 an interesting time. Um, I... Uh, I can't do material now. I was just like on such a nice roll. Like it, that's the thing. Like it's, I, (laughs) not only was I disappointed that I lost my like two minutes of Hillary material that I liked. I was really like, honestly, like I really was expecting that those jokes not to last eight years, but at least to last four. Um, (laughs) Nobody's woke enough to get my Jill Stein jokes yet. Uh, Uh, I don't have any Elizabeth Warren jokes. She's just awesome. Uh, She's just Elizabeth Warren. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Elizabeth Warren is Bernie Sanders' brain in Hillary's body. Uh, That's basically like Elizabeth Warren would actually like, I'm not going to believe that America is, I can't believe that America is this sexist until they shoot somebody down like Elizabeth Warren. Like, I don't know if America's sexist so much as they don't like robots. Like, that's like... That, yeah, I don't like robots either. Um, I wish Hillary's campaign manager could have just sat her down and just be like, listen, Hillary, one zero one zero one zero one one zero one zero. I could have gotten four more years out of that, you guys. I got two weeks, maybe. Uh, I'm going to milk the shit out of that until nobody cares anymore. Uh, I... um I almost got to take this personally as a straight white man. This was almost so bad that this affected me even as a straight white man. I'm like, oh, God, I've got Obamacare. I might lose my insurance. I might not even have insurance. I've had Obamacare for two years. I might not have insurance anymore. And then I remember that all I've used Obamacare for is nicotine gum and free condoms. So I still win. I didn't even quit cigarettes. I had no intention of quitting smoking. I just needed to get something out of Obamacare. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, these condoms are working too well. I have no diseases yet. I guess I'll take nicotine gum. Could be on plane at some point. Um, Nicotine gum. Has anybody ever tried to quit using gum? Uh, So this is the best part about nicotine gum. Uh, They're responsible people. So, as responsible people would when dealing with a toxic substance like nicotine, they childproof it. They childproof the packaging. The individual packages to get a piece of Nicorette gum out is childproof, which means when you need a cigarette, the fucking thing is childproof. Are you kidding me? You're sweating. You're shaking. You got to chew through the goddamn package to get a piece of gum. This is crazy. It should be like a Pez dispenser. It should shoot into your mouth. You're going to childproof the thing that's keeping me from getting cancer? Fuck you. Let chi- let children have it. It tastes like, it, like if you've never had Nicorette gum, um, it tastes like, like, you know, ask to mouth. Um, are you familiar with ask to mouth? Like, imagine, like, instead of a dick, it's a banana. Um, that's, that's Nicorette gum. It's like ask to mouth with a, a peeled banana. 
Um, not the peel. That's gross. It's the fruit part. Yeah, you, you, you don't like nicotine after that. It does work in that sense. You don't really enjoy that drug. Um, actually, no, it doesn't really work because after that, you're like, oh, God, I feel like I just sucked on an assy banana. I need a cigarette. <laughs> doesn't work at all. Um, I do know I'm addicted, and anybody that smokes cigarettes knows they're addicted. Yeah. And yeah, here's like, don't lie to yourselves. You all know you're addicted. Yeah. Here's the moment we all find out we're addicted. There's a point in every cigarette smoker's cigarette career where they cough up black shit. They cough, and it's like, like you know how loogies are like kind of like clear to grayish? You cough, and it comes out a brownish black, and you look at it on the ground, and you're like, you just look at it and you're like, black shit just came out of me. I guess that happens now. <laughs> that's that's never been anybody's last cigarette. That's how you know it's addictive. Um, well, everybody, give it up for Pam Benjamin. Thank you so much for putting me on. I appreciate it. Oh, I love your French name and all of the things that will hopefully some kind day come to fruition as we talking with your someday forever from now on. I love you so miserable forever, Adrien Villignon, Villignon, le no, no, right? No. <laughs> Anybody who watches, uh, uh, what's my uh, Dolores from Westworld? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. No. no you, if you know, you know what I'm talking about. No. Yay! Thank you, David. Hey, everybody. Oh, we're going to do a selfie. Yay! 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 Thank you. And um, we're going to say goodbye to you guys with whatever we're doing here. This was a thing and a show. And thank you for your beautiful uh, cake with bananas in it. Nobody had to put a banana in their mouth, but we so ate cool. all of the bananas. It was so beautiful. Everybody turn around to David Zunzu Kirscher's running the ones and twos, doing it all night, saying, oh, yeah, that was funny shit. Oh, yeah, that was funny shit. Good night, everybody. I'm going to smoke a cigarette now, and everything's going to be okay. <laughs>